Welcome into the In the Money Podcast for KeelanSelect.com for Saturday, March 27th at Gulfstream Park. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, as we take a look at the late pick four, all stakes races culminating with the Grade 1 Florida Derby. And uh, Jim, we should also uh, remind folks off the top that it is Dubai World Cup Day, so the day can start early for horse players playing the races through Keeneland Select, or if you're here in Lexington where we're taping this at the Red Mile or another OTB around the state, you can go play the Dubai World Cup probably starting a little before 8 a.m. and then go through the Gulfstream 14 race card and the uh, Jeff Ruby stakes up at Turfway Park. So great day of racing. You can get all you want on Saturday, that's for sure. And uh, that that uh, Dubai World Cup is not as, uh, not as much... Uh, steam on it as it usually is because I think the Saudi Cup took a little bit away from it but it's still a great day of racing and uh, we'll be open at 8 here for, at Red Mile and you'll be able to bet it on your Keeneland Select app as well so uh, I think the World Cup goes off somewhere around 1230. Well, let's jump into the late pick four at Gulfstream and it starts with the Cutler Bay Stakes three-year-olds going one mile on the turf. Where did you land? I landed on Bill Mott uh, Annex, the six-horse uh, if you go back and watch the Palm Beach, this horse was dead, not dead last. There must have been a couple behind behind him because he was 22 lengths out of it and came back like a freight train and ran those horses down and, and won by head. But the most important thing about Annex in this race is that he broke his maiden first time out. And Bill Mott horses never break their maiden first time out. He's a terrible first time starter. He's getting, gotten a lot better in the last couple of years. But when his horses win first time out, they stay good. And I just think that this horse uh, is much better than anything else in here. The fighting force of two ran within two and a half lengths of him, and he he did the same thing. The race just fell apart. Uh, he came from 20 lengths out of it. So there was a runaway winner uh, on that day. And I, I remember the horse got up by like 12 or 15 lengths and just hit a wall. But those those two horses came from way out of it, and they were they were the most impressive horses in the race. Uh, I think a six-two exacta box would be would be really good here. Step dancer for Barkley Tag has been off since October. I think may need one. The eight horse um, and hyper focus for Fletcher is going to get played because he's Fletcher going from going from an optional seventy-five thousand up to a stakes race. Uh, they they horse was much better on turf first time out. So I think you make a case for those three or four horses, but um, I, I think Annex that that race sets them up well, and I, I think. The only question is there may be a horse here that sneaks out to an easy lead, maybe the seven horse, it can be done, or possibly what makes Sammy run, I got a little speed, but uh, I think, I like Bill Mott, I think his horses run well when they start, when they open up early, he keeps them good, so I'm going to take Annex here in the Cutler Bay. Yeah, I took the same one, I couldn't uh, get past what is surely going to be the favorite in there, um, two impressive races. Uh, Step Dancer, I liked how uh, that one steadily improved last fall. And uh, if ready off the layoff uh, is one of, I'll give a shot to, Hyper Focus, just because of the big improvement in the turf debut. And it's Irate Ortiz and Pletcher. And then uh, I threw in the three, when we get to the pick four as well, what makes Sammy run. You mentioned the speed angle. Also adding blinkers, and that's a 24% angle for George Weaver, the trainer. So I'm going to take those four, but I like Annex a lot. The 12th race, I ended up on the horse I picked last time, uh, Mule Foil, if that's how I recall it was pronounced, and she didn't run a step. We're talking about the grade two Gulfstream Park Oaks, the 12th, three-year-old filly's going a mile on the 16th, and I'm just 
I would throw that race out and certainly give her another shot for Mott and Judd Mott. But the more I looked at it, I ended up taking a shot with the one as my win pick, Conlima. It's uh, Pletcher going turf to dirt. He's good on that angle. And coming out of the one hole, the more I looked at it, I thought that she could set the pace in here. And I thought, off that angle, I'm going to play her. You might get a little bit of a price. I don't know. Move, moving from turf to dirt. Not a lot of great dirt forms, so maybe get a little bit of a price. So I'm going to take the one, Conlima, Mufoil, the six, and Crazy Beautiful. Second off the layoff for McPeak, uh, the three or the other ones I would use. Uh, not a real strong opinion in there. Uh, so Conlima for me, the one in the Gulfstream Park Oaks. How about you? I 100% agree with you on those three horses. I think if you take those three, you get through the second leg of the pick four. I was there on Fountain Youth Day, and I really liked uh, Millfuel that day. I, I thought she had the best shot at knocking off the favorite. But uh, Crazy Beautiful actually ran better than she did. Uh, but Millfield, when you get beat 21 lengths and your form says you run first, second, and first the first three races of your career, you just draw a line through that and say, whatever happened, happened. Phil Mott obviously gets some, you know, Keep some good, just like I talked about the first race. And I think I think this horse has a big shot in here. But Crazy Beautiful would t- probably be my top pick, simply because she ran fairly well that day. Uh, second back off a layoff, second race at Gulfstream, uh, grade one place in the Alcibiades last year at Keeneland, and McPeak is very good with Phillies. So Crazy Beautiful is my pick. Also going to use Con Lima just because of Pletcher and Ired Ortiz. If you watch Ired Ortiz, at Gulfstream, if you let him knock you out of a pick four, you're not very smart. So uh, that's the three I'm going to use, but Millfuel would be my top pick, the six horse. This is the race, by the way, you mentioned Katie McPeak, that uh, Swiss Skydiver uh, launched her Eclipse Award-winning three-year-old Philly campaign last year uh, with a win in the Gulfstream Park Oaks. The, she got a lot better, didn't she? Ooh, did she ever. <laughs> the uh, grade three Orchid is the 13th race in the third leg of the late pick four. On the turf at a mile and three-eighths for Phillies and Mares, ages four and up. How'd you see this one? Well, I liked all the outside horses. I'm also going to include Ired Ortiz because I, I took my own advice here. He's on uh, Morning Molly for Tom Proctor. She looks a step below these coming out of Tampa and Houston, uh, Sam Houston. The outside horses are seven, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, that same day, uh, I was fortunate enough at at uh, Gulfstream to be able to give away the trophy for the very one to Antoinette. Antoinette got the lead and just went wire to wire. So I think Belle Laura that day, the eight horse, and Sister Hannah, the ten, were both affected by that race flow. They couldn't get to uh, Antoinette, and they couldn't close on her, and and so they just ran around the the track second and third. I don't think that's going to happen in this race. I don't see lone speed here. Matter of fact, one of those horses may actually get the lead. So I think they've got uh, a big shot here. Always shopping's going to be a huge favorite for Pletcher off that lot. Uh, Proviante at, at Gulfstream won two straight races by three lengths, so she's going to be the huge favorite in here. But I give those others a chance for an upset here. My first time through, I was going to single always shopping. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to go five deep. I'm going to use uh, the four outside horses, Delta's Kingdom, the seven all the way through the 10, plus morning molly. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to pick four. Be hard to pick against Always Shopping, but I think this is a race that you might get a price. I ended up on Always Shopping, uh, a head bob away from four wins in a row, and it looks like she really kind of found herself last fall uh, when she started this stretch. She she won and and then was beaten ahead in the Dowager here to uh, blame Debbie, who's a nice horse, and then has had two more impressive wins uh, since then. So... 
uh, three for Ford Gulfstream. I think there's a lot to like for her. I ended up uh, taking a few others, though, when we get to the pick for Sorrell for Clement. First uh, U.S. start, and uh, this horse was in uh, Sir Michael Stout's barn over there. And coming off a layoff, Clement can get him ready. And um, I think this was probably a pretty classy, uh, well-thought-of horse overseas. So I'm going to take that one on the uh, overseas first-time U.S. angle. Uh, Warlike Goddess, I'm going to throw in second off the layoff for Mott. Uh, I think she could improve in her second start. And then I uh, used Morning Molly off the uh, Arad Ortiz angle that he ends up on that horse. Off a, a nice performance last time. And... Um, then you you make a good case for the others on the outside, but uh, I'm going to end up um, don't want to go that deep uh, in the um, the race to make the ticket so expensive when we get to the pick four. So I'm going to use uh, those four and take my stand there. But feel pretty good about always shopping. Brings us to the Grade One Florida Derby, and this is a race in which greatest honor figures to be a really big favorite off two dominant performances there at Gulfstream, the uh, mile and an eighth. Should be no problem with the pedigree. Shug McGahee's done a marvelous job bringing this horse along in four starts. But I am going to try to beat him again like I did last time. Probably foolish, but Collaborate is who I took a shot with. Collaborate, in his second start, popped a 90 buyer. And I went back and looked at the race, and he went right to the front, but really relaxed. And then just, I love the way the horse accelerated when they asked him, uh, on the turn and uh, spurted out. And I think the way he ran, I don't think he has to have the lead. And you know, frequently we've seen horses on these Florida Derby cards and in the Florida Derby itself, uh, like Bodie Express, jump up at big prices off, uh, you know, inexperienced horses that are just in good form that jump up and, and run big. So I don't know if Collaborate can win, but I think with uh, Safi Joseph in a race where you've got Shug and Pletcher and Baffert that you'll get a decent price on Collaborate to find out if he's that good. I did go back and look at that last race and uh, the horse that he beat was a first-timer for Chad Brown and the horse that ran sixth has come back to win. So that might have been a a pretty salty bunch. So I'm going to take Collaborate over Greatest Honor and then I'm going to throw in Known Agenda as well just on the wake-up with the Lasix last time for Pletcher. Uh, Maybe bled previously. Uh, when he didn't run so well against Greatest Honor. And uh, Spielberg you could certainly add, but it's not Baffert into Oakland. It's Baffert into Florida, and and his numbers aren't as strong doing that. It's not something he does that often. And I think uh, Spielberg would take a lot of money, and and I don't think he is uh, quite good enough to to beat the best here. So I'm going to not include him on my ticket, but you certainly uh, could – be on the money to to throw him in if you've got the budget because it's Baffert. So how do you see the Florida Derby? I put him in there uh, just because I do have the money. So I'm going to have a, a really inexpensive ticket today, but uh, I, I agree with you. I, I don't like him in this race. Uh, I like others better. Greatest honor is the obvious choice. And uh, funny, I got to ter- I get to talk about my trip to Fountain Youth Day uh, in three different races here. I got to the races just as the um, – I think Collaborate was in the fourth race that day, or the uh, no, the fifth race, and they literally went off as as I was getting there. So I saw the end of that race and I watched it back. I got a buddy named Tommy Massis, who's one of the best handicappers in the country. He loved that horse. He thought that was the most impressive horse that ran all day long. He was he was there, and he's got Collaborate in a future pool at like a hundred to one somewhere in Vegas. So he's really happy about it. He's got a lot of money on him. 
uh, and I thought he was very impressive that day. I mean, he, he drew off in the, you know, you won by 12 and a half, and he ran 136 and one and didn't need to run that, that fast for a mile. And the track was fast that day, but I give Collaborator a big shot in here. Uh, greatest Honor doesn't have to win. He's got enough points with the Fountain Youth. Uh, he may be a leveling off here. He got an 89 in the Holy Bull and an 89 in the Fountain of Youth. So Collaborate's got more upside. Uh, I'm going to use Spielberg in here just because I don't want Baffert to beat me, but I don't think he's I don't think he's this quality. I'm going to use Known Agenda because I don't want Arad Ortiz to beat me. And I'm going to throw in a crazy one here because I've got the money and just because strange things happen in the Florida Derby sometimes. Soup and Sandwich. Mark Cassie has this horse. Uh, opened his career at Gulfstream with a seven and a quarter length uh, victory in a, in a sprint race and then went to Tampa, stretched out, and won by two and three quarters there. Uh, the buyer dropped, so he's not going to get a lot of attention. But Johnny Velasquez takes them out. Uh, if he gets anywhere 20 to 1, anywhere close to 21 in the morning line, I'm going to bet him a little bit just because Mark Cassie's a very good trainer. Johnny Velasquez is a great rider, and strange things happen in the Florida Derby. So I'm going to go that deep when we get to the pick four. Who gets a. Uh... Early start on the car down at Gulfstream, so it'll be uh, up and running before they even finish up over in Dubai. And it's just a great day of racing. You've got the Sweet 16 of the NCAA basketball tournament, so it's hoops and horses. So if you're going to be in the man cave, make sure that you have your Keelan Select account fully loaded up for a big day of uh, racing to take advantage of some of these opportunities. Let's give us a pick four tickets, Jim. What's yours look like? All right, so my pick four tickets, pretty simple. I singled the first leg with Annex, the six for Belmont. And then in the second race, the Gulfstream Park Oaks, I go three deep with 136, Conlima, Crazy Beautiful, and Millfield. So 136 there. Five deep in the uh, turf race, the Orchid, I go uh, four, seven, eight, nine, ten with uh, the outside horses. Being my favorites, uh, obviously, always shopping is a top choice there. And then uh, five deep also in the uh, Florida Derby with a five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Greatest honors, the obvious choice, but collaborate would be my upset pick there. So five, seven, eight, nine, ten. So it's six with one, three, six with four, seven, eight, nine, ten with five, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I believe that's a $37.50 ticket. I am at a $72 ticket because I didn't single anywhere. I took 6813 into Cutler Bay, then 163 in the Gulfstream Park Oaks, 9514 in the Orchid, and 975 in the Florida Derby, which by my count is a $72 ticket for 50 cents. And you know, if if you can't catch a price in there somewhere, it's probably going to be a, a fairly low paying pick four. Um, because you don't have uh, 12 horse fields to to play through. But if you can catch an upset somewhere along the way, there are going to be some pretty strong favorites, I think, in Greatest Honor and Always Shopping and uh, Annex. So if you can find uh, an upset somewhere along the way, it could really pretty quickly juice up a pick four, I think. Best of luck wherever you're playing, and we'll be back next week for the opening weekend of Keeneland. We'll have podcasts every day at the spring meet starting on Friday April the 2nd with a big stakes card. And then, of course, an even bigger day on Saturday with the Toyota Bluegrass, the Central Bank Ashland, and so much more. So exciting times here in the Bluegrass. Best of luck this weekend. We'll be back next Saturday for another edition of the In the Money podcast, or next Friday for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenanSelect.com.